1: Today, I have the honor of introducing Dr. Karlyn Palmer. She is a pediatric dentist based here in San Antonio, Texas. How are you, doctor?
0: I'm great. Thank you. I, thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. It's been my pleasure. So before we go into the, the reason why you became a dentist, tell us who you are, what's your you know, background so the audience can get to know you, and then we'll get, get going.
0: Okay, great. Well, thank you. So first and foremost, I actually go by Dr. Carlin Palmer Bloom. Um, Palmer was my original graduation last name. And then I, I got married and I'm um, no longer married, but kept the last name Bloom. So if somebody was looking for me, that would be the best way to find me. They wouldn't find me with just Palmer. But um, anyway, um, I am uh, living in San Antonio, Texas. I have two kids. They are 16 and 18. My six-year-old son is a musical theater major as a junior in high school, and my daughter is an astrophysics major at UCLA um, on the Air Force ROTC scholarship out there. Um, So we are kind of all over the place with that. I'm a diehard Texas Longhorn fan, and in fact, I'm going this evening to the texas longhorn football game so we stay super busy with um sports and theater and um i just i kind of love that life and otherwise you know we just try to try to keep up with i run some half marathons every now and then and i have four dogs and we just kind of keep a busy lifestyle and that's kind of how i like to be
1: Interesting. That's great. Uh, great uh, that you went into multiple things and very smart kids, you know, at, at UCLA with astrophysics, those two different subjects. And so let's let's talk about you, um, Dr. Bloom. How did you decide to become a dentist? Because my background is I was a pre-medical student There there has to be a reason when you want to get into medical profession. So why being a medical professional?
0: Well, it it wasn't as um, organic as I just woke up and wanted to help people one day. Like like most people will tell you, (laughs) I actually really um, I was looking at. Marketing and fashion design. When I was originally applying to school, and I was going to go, I had been accepted to the business school at the University of Texas. The and um, I wanted to minor in fashion design and market my own stuff. And um, I took this class, this anatomy and physiology AP class with um, a lady by the name of Joyce Olson was the teacher, and we did things like dissect pigs and dissect cats and um it just became really really interesting to me uh, the the structure I was mm-hmm. really really interested in the structure of everything not not as much the physiology side as the 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 whole dissection and looking at how everything worked together and i thought um i thought all that was was really interesting and i had had a lot of orthodontic treatment along the way mm-hmm. with my um, orthodontist to include some um, pretty significant oral surgery and things of that nature. And for whatever reason, the structure of the anatomy and physiology class combined with the artistry of, of dentistry, like restoring people's smiles and, and, and how the big change that I experienced with my journey just really made me feel like my Desire to design and my my artistic side was could be satisfied with this interest in science um, that I had, and um, so it just dawned on me one day that that's what I wanted to do, and changed my changed my major before I actually attended college, and um, changed it actually to biology, which I didn't end up. I didn't end up graduating with a degree in biology. I, I changed my degree to psychology because I felt like uh, dentistry, it's such a difficult task to help people get through that sometimes. It's a, it's, a, it's a specialty that requires a lot of behavior management and consultation with the patient to help coax them through what they're going to have to do since it's such a high fear environment. Hmm. So I changed my my undergrad degree to psychology with a minor in zoology to meet all the scientific requirements.
1: Interesting. Yeah. What school did you go to? What was the University of
0: Texas at Austin?
1: Ah, UT Austin. OK, I I went to uh, Michigan State. And when I came to the U.S., I came from Hong Kong. I always wanted to be a a doctor. And uh, my degree was supposed to be in biology. And my dean told me that, why biology? Do something else, you know, because you will be in the medical field all this your life. So change something. So my my other passion was computer science. So I got into that. And here I am, computer scientist. So, you know, medical was left behind. Anyway, <laughs> this is not about me. So, so you became a dentist, uh, but then you segued into pediatric dentistry which is even more harder you know obviously you had the psychology degree but dealing with the kids and I, I'm a grandfather I have a two years old daughter and a grandkid and when she was born uh, she had teeth you know like so mm-hmm. so how tell me about uh, going into the ch- children's dentistry and how, what is what are the challenges
0: Well, you know, I, I really, um, felt like the thing that I found, I was a general dentist for nine years. So I was in the Navy. I treated, I was an active duty Navy dentist for a while. And I did, my first residency was called an advanced education in general dentistry. And I really thought I wanted to move more towards cosmetic dentistry or orthodontics or something, like I said, to satisfy that artistic side that I have. Um, but what we found as I was working in a family practice is that the patients that I came home and talked about the most were the kids. Mm-hmm. And what I found was the kids really allow you into their, into their space and into their lives. Right. You know, adults have such preconceived notions and we've all been trained at how to interact in public and our and our emotions don't always connect with each other. We hide things and, you know, mm-hmm. we've learned how to mask our true feelings or edit our answers. And kids are just straight up mm-hmm. honest about how they feel. Their reactions to things are quite genuine most of the time. And I felt like I was having a bigger impact on the kids And I had these two patients that really pushed me over the edge. Um, One of them being a child that was quite overweight and his mom was distraught that the pediatrician was giving her a hard time. Mm -hmm. And I asked her if I could give him some ideas of things that he could do. If I asked him to sign up for sports or something, would she be able to financially participate in something like that. And did she have the time to get him to it? If I talked him into it and she said, yes. And so we started talking about playing outside and doing these kinds of things. And eventually to make a long story short, I talked him into playing soccer and he invited me to his first soccer game. And I went and he was beyond thrilled and had the most amazing time and ended up playing soccer in like middle school and high school and grew to really love it and brought me flowers on Valentine's day and say that said that I changed his life. And, um, you know, there's no adult that's going to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, and I have another patient right now that, We both love Wonder Woman, so she brings me Wonder Woman bracelets, and she shows me her new Wonder Woman backpack, and she has done all of her science fair projects on dental things and um, wrote a paper about how she wants to be a dentist like me.
1: Oh, wow. It has to be a certain person to connect with children, and, and just the fact that you work with them and these two case studies that you talked about, You're a nice person because there are a lot of people that can't stand kids, you know, (laughs) and and to actually have the kids work in that way is remarkable. Uh, I was also reading on your website that you have a beautiful dog and, and you use Mm -hmm. that for, as your therapy, uh, therapy pet. So tell me more about that.
0: I do. Her name is Rainy. She is a golden doodle. She's three years old and, um, she is such a neat addition to the practice. She will come in the room. I only bring her in the room by the way, when people ask for her, um, she is not everybody wants a dog in a dental office. Not everybody thinks that's appropriate. Um, also some cultures don't prefer dogs inside and don't think that that's appropriate. And I actually happen to have a lot of patients from that background. And so I try to be very sensitive to that. Mm -hmm. So she stays in my office and in my private office with the door closed, unless somebody has heard of her or one of my staff members gets somebody talking about a dog and we let them in on that. She's there. So she has to be requested. Right. But um the first time I utilized her in the office, I was taking out teeth on a 10 year old boy and he was absolutely terrified and mom didn't want him sedated and laughing gas just was not cutting it. And I was about to abort the mission. I was like, you know, we're this isn't going to happen. This kid needs to be asleep. And Rainy was still in training, but I said, you know, mom, I've got a dog in my office. Does he like dogs? She said, yes. And I said, all right, can I bring her in here? Do I have your permission? Yes. Well, I let Rainy get up in the chair with him and I got those teeth out in five minutes flat. I see. It was incredible.
1: Yeah. Pets make a big difference in, in people's life. I grew up without pets. Then when I first met my wife, she loved cats. Now we have six of them. Uh, and like you said, that because of the religious reasons, uh, we can't have a dog, but we love dogs. Every time we see one, you know, we want to bring it home. So um, pets play a big role in people's life and shaping the personality of the kids also. So so that's really cool. Um, what sets your dentistry besides a therapy pet unique? Because there are so many doctors and, you know, is just a red ocean. Uh, I was uh, also reading something about soft tissue treatments, etc. cetera. Uh, tell me more about that.
0: Well, so I am a full service pediatric practice. I take kids from birth. Which it's funny you mentioned your granddaughter was born with teeth. I've gone to visit people in the hospital that the pediatrician won't release them from the hospital until the dentist has looked at the the teeth yeah. that they're born with, and yeah. um, so. I start all the way there and until they're 18 and I used to keep my patients through college. And I've recently cut that back a little bit. I feel like at 18, they really need to be seeing an adult dentist with a more robust periodontal program than I offer. But aside from that, I am entirely full service. I offer neonatal care. I used to offer cleft care and I still do. I'm still participate with that a little bit. I don't dedicate as much of my practice to cleft care as I used to, but it is something that I have participated with. I have a huge special needs population. I have a huge, huge autistic population. We have a behavioral therapy center next door. I provide cosmetic care. I, we have um, You'll see a lot of kids with with silver crowns, which I do use a lot of silver crowns because they are the gold standard but more and more we're offering zirconium crowns, which are the all white crowns on kids and not all pediatric dentists offer those yet. They're very technique sensitive. They're very time um, consuming. And um, I've started offering those several years ago. So I'm one of the people that's been doing it in San Antonio a little longer than most. I do do biopsies and, um, Tongue tie care and lip tie care, and that's some of the soft tissue stuff that you mm-hmm. um, would have heard about, tethered oral tissues. Yeah, so yes, we really do try to um, offer complete care from birth through 18. And I have an amazing staff that I have several staff members that have been with the practice longer than I have. I bought an existing practice in 2010. And my office manager, my hygienist, and my lead assistant have been with the practice uh, longer than me and now have stayed with me 12 years. And so it's great to have those familiar faces coming back over and over and over again. And we do just a really great job. And then I'm also the only dentist in the practice. So when you come into the office and you meet me and you see me and you think, okay, I'm I, Believe what she's telling me, and I feel comfortable here, and I trust her. I'm not handing you off to somebody else tomorrow.
1: That's great. Thank you for telling us that. And at the last note, do you also do braces?
0: I don't. I don't do braces. Um, I've been considering adding Invisalign, the clear aligners, Mm -hmm. to my practice, Mm -hmm. but I have an orthodontist one building over from me who is wonderfully talented. And then I have a few really good friends that are orthodontists around town that I have these great communicative relationships with that I feel like my patients as a specialist myself, Mm -hmm. I feel like I have, I have extra training to make me a specialist in what I do. And I want to respect that specialty training of my peers as well and that they went to extra training to do what they do. And unless it's a super simple case, I feel like my patients are better served with my colleagues and friends that are orthodontists.
1: Awesome. Well, that's all from me. Is there anything that you want to leave as a message for somebody that wants to learn more about your practice?
0: Well, my website is pretty simple. It's bloom dentistry.com. B L U M E is how my name is spelled in San Antonio. Everybody knows me with my big pink flower on the highway. I've got a giant sign out there, but I would love for people to, to check out my website and I'm Dr. Carlin bloom on Instagram and we bloom pediatric dentistry on Instagram and Facebook. And I'm happy to answer questions from, from messages or my website has a lot of good information on it and a few videos there as well. That would be the best way to reach us.
1: Awesome. Thank you for doc, uh, coming here, Dr. Bloom, and uh, good luck.
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and take care of that grandbaby.
1: Yeah, I will. I, I love it. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you.
0: All right. Thank you.